welcome. This is Mibbit Marketing and I am your host, Rachel Claver. I love helping small business owners become more confident and more capable with their marketing. So this podcast is all here to help you do just that. It's me and the help of some great guests helping you learn new skills, new strategies and ideas. Let's jump in and get started. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of Mapit Marketing. I have had a very interesting day and in fact I am recording this in a place where I'm not 100% certain this sound's going to be okay. I'm currently in the upstairs bedroom of my parents' house where I've been isolating for most of this week because I'm recording this about a couple of weeks before you hear it and I was meant to have surgery tomorrow and I still don't know if I'm having it. It's been up and down, up and down, trying to work out whether it's actually going ahead. And so today I'm recording this um, in desperation to make sure that just in case my surgery does go ahead, that I have this for you because it's such an important topic. And I really wanted to be able to talk about it with you today. I want to talk to you about what it's going to be like for us to have to market during a recession. And, you know... I am not an economist. I am not someone who um, knows exactly what's happening with the world markets, but I do read, I do look all the time. I look at the worldwide situation. I read what's going on now. And I'm not gonna scaremonger here. I'm not here to go, this is definitely happening. But I think all the signs and symptoms are going through that say that yes, there is something going on. And I know that for some of our clients, Even the ones that have done very well over the last few years, even through the pandemic, they've all suddenly got quiet. Not everyone has. Some people are booming. And that's the trick with the recession. You know, some people will do very, very well. There are businesses historically who have grown through recessions and there are ones that have shrunk. And it's up to us to work out which one of those we're going to be. Now, I'm your host, Rachel Claver. Forgot to say that. And I'm doing this with you today because I feel like it's such an important thing for us to grip. It's really important that should something like this happen, a recession happen, we have a bit of a plan. Now, if there's things in here that you'd like to talk about or walk through or discuss, please do come and be part of our Facebook group, Map It Marketing. And some of the marketing ideas in here are ones that you can learn more about in my new book, Be a Spider, Build a Web. Sticky Content Marketing for Small Businesses, which is available pretty much anywhere. You can get it on our website. There's a link to it in the show notes. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it pretty much at most online bookstores. So um, have a look and see if it's a good fit for you. And let's get started on talking about recessions. Now, this is eight steps or eight points. And these are all really important ones. But I think the first one is the most important one of all. And that is that no matter what happens, do not stop. Do not stop your marketing. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm stressed and under pressure, something kind of shrivels around me when it comes to marketing. The more stressed I am about my business, the less I want to talk about it publicly. And this is a time that we need to be remembered. This is the time that we get to stand out against our peers, amongst our peers and our competitors. And so it goes against every single instinct to just narrow your focus and be able to be able to focus on your marketing but you have to the survival of your business depends on it so if everything else fails please don't stop your marketing we're going to talk about changes you might need to make but do not stop your marketing 
The people that succeed during a recession are the people who remember to keep marketing. That's really important. The second thing I want to talk about here is that there's a gold mine. And it's one that I talk about all the time. I'm really passionate about, especially if, I've, if you've ever listened to one of our podcasts about email marketing or things around staying in contact with your current clients. And that is that in a recession, instead of looking outward to get new clients, focus on your existing clients first. Feed them and encourage them, build time with them, give them more value. Give them things to say thank you for being an existing client. Maybe give them a few discounts or give them emails with help and tips. They're either going to buy from you or they're going to recommend you to other people looking for you. The cost in terms of trying to get a new client is somewhere between five to 25 times more than getting repeat business from a current client. So if you're not using email, then this is a really good time to dig deep and start doing it. The same goes with you. If you've got a Facebook group and it's been lying dormant, dig deep and really invest in putting some time and effort into those existing clients because that's super important. So that's number two. Number three, you might need to reevaluate your offer. This is something that we've been thinking about and we think about this all the time. We always have big plans. You know, like I think about the plans I had before COVID-19 turned up. And we had to adjust pretty fast. We had to change the way we were doing business. We had to change some of the things we were doing for our business. We had to alter the way we delivered things. And this is no different. You have to look and see how can I still present what I'm doing, the best things of what we do, but maybe change how we're doing it, packaging it up in a different way, or maybe even having a new offer. And one of the things I talk about here often is I love Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And some people hate it and some people love it. But the key thing around the hierarchy of needs is that the more under pressure we are, the more we seek things that um, help us feel better, we go towards our base needs. So survival things. So we care about, you know, um, get being covered and warm and fed and all those sort of things. And we're less interested in those esoterical, more beautiful kind of like meaning of life things in general when it comes to recession, because we're focusing on that different thing. So that's one thing that's, you know, really important around that. But also, and this is really important for those of you that have premium brands, you need to remember that not everyone experiences a recession in the same way. As I said, I've got clients who are actually thriving right now and are doing better than they've ever done before because their particular niches are really, really perfect for the con current conditions that they're in. So make sure that you have a really clear mindset of your ideal client, but make sure that their mindset is a positive one, that you're not thinking they can't afford this. Because remember that if it's something that's meaningful, that is going to fill a need for them, they will be able to afford it. We always find money for the things that we really, really care about. So I think that's really important. As you reevaluate your offer, so it's number three, yeah, number three, number four, I changed the numbers and this always throws me off and I should have changed it before I said it. I've done this before. I am a repeat offender. Um, number four, look at your content and really streamline it. Really start thinking about making it more meaningful and make sure that your message is super clean. When we've got lots of people coming in and it's like a feast of like lots of things, 
we can get a bit sloppy with our messaging. I know I can. I can get a bit wide. I don't get narrow. You know, in the book, the um, Be a Spider Builder Web, I talk about how to narrow your arrow and to really narrow your content down and the messaging down. And I think I'm going to go through those uh, those chapters again myself and just really walk through and make sure that we're doing this as well, streamlining your content and making that really focused on exactly who you're talking to and what you're going to sell them is super clear. Look at your messaging. Are you super clear everywhere? Are you clear on your website of who you work with and how you're going to work with them? Are you clear on your social media? Are you clear with your emails or your webinars and everything like that? And I am a floaty person around this stuff. So I know how easy it is to, you know, I want to keep on adding bits and pieces in, but we really need to make it streamlined and as simple as possible. So that's number four. Number five, when we're doing our social media, when we're doing our emails, I want you to really focus on building an emotional attachment with your followers and your past clients. What that means is obviously not an emotional one of help me, I'm, my business is failing, come by for me because no one wants a needy person. But what we do want to do is maybe just share a bit more about who you guys are, share more of your values, your principles, your motivations, the things that make you go, because these things will help people be drawn in. I know for me that as I've started to move towards being a bit more open about not so much my personal life, but partly my business journey and things like that, it has really helped me draw together people to me. And you know, for us, we do have pits, um, peaks and troughs in our business, but our peaks and troughs aren't huge anymore because whether we've got a recession or a pandemic or whatever it is, we try and keep this consistency around keeping that, drawing people close and building that relationship, which means that when they do have the funds, we're the first in line. And that's what we're wanting to do. We're wanting to create this whole thing of, we're here when you're ready for us. That's what we're looking for. Um, so make sure that you've got that emotional attachment building in your followers and clients. And we do cover that quite a bit in, um, in the Be a Spider Builder web. So if you need some help, that it's in there. Not that this is a whole promo for that, but you know. So number six, consistency is essential. I think this is probably the most second and most important thing. Like all those other things are really important, but we want to have don't stop and keep it consistent. Now, this is partly because consistency builds massive trust. So when we're consistent and we're showing people that we can be trusted over and over again, for them in a place where they're under threat and they're stressed and they're worried about it, your consistency sends an important message to them that they are safe, that they can trust you and that you're there for them. It also shows your business is still going. It shows that the business is, is managing things well. And it's like, it's good to do that. So you, you need to stay front of mind of people. So whatever you decide to do, keep it consistent. And I think I've mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, um, another webinar, but I was really impressed with one of my coaching clients a few months ago, because when we were talking about output, she said, I'm not going to commit to any more than three posts a week because I know that's what I can do consistently. And I often try and push people to do a bit more sometimes, but she knew that that was her limit. And I loved that because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for consistency. I would rather you were consistent three times a week than did seven posts one week and then did nothing for the next two. So find your level, keep it consistent and do it no matter what. That's a bit like doing this podcast. I mean, literally I'm recording this 
the night before I'm potentially going to surgery because I have committed to do this podcast and because I love you guys. And I really want to help you see that for me, that consistency is the most important part of my marketing. Of course, I could slip one. I don't have to do one every week. I miss one over Christmas and I don't have to. But there's something in me that goes, I need to show that I'm consistent. And whether you're new to this podcast or you're a regular listener, I want you to know that I'm there, that I'm going to be able to do this. And sometimes that doesn't work. You know, there's definitely areas of my marketing where I haven't been consistent this year. But what I've done is I prioritized, I mean, these are several things that I need to do. And so for these things, I will be consistent. And I think there is an important message in there when we're consistent with people and we do that that way. So give it a go. Try and keep that consistency going. Then we want to make sure that we've got our marketing budget sorted out. Now, it is actually totally okay to drop money, um, drop your budget and not spend so much during your marketing. But be really careful what you're dropping. So if you are getting you know, a good return on your Facebook ads, don't drop the budget because that's even though you're spending money and it feels painful, you're getting this great return afterwards. However, if you're spending, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on radio ads and it's hard to quantify that they're working, maybe that is something you can drop. You know, look really carefully at your budgets. We go through our, um, our apps and things like that once every couple of months and go, Rachel, is this one that we really needed? Often it's not. Um, but we do keep the ones that save us time and money and we'll still use those regardless because that's a cost of business. And I'm not against you spending money on marketing. Of course not. But really think about the things that are actually driving and really look at where people are coming from, what they're doing, and then use that to decide. It's really important. And number eight, you know, don't assume you won't grow during a recession. I think this is a really important thing. We panic when it comes to recessions. We think we're not going to survive. It's going to be hard. But, you know, people, people can use recessions as a time of great opportunity. And you don't know what opportunity is there for you. You might be able to, dare I say, pivot a little bit or change or reduce or um, move your focus to a new way of showing what you can do a new method or a model or a system or a platform, completely new line perhaps, a new way of talking about it, a new market for something you already have. A recession can be an excellent time to innovate because we're all about trying to find the whole or the easiest space to sell in and this is the time to do it. I believe that we don't need to fear a recession. I believe actually that the more we fear it, the more it is disastrous for us. So it's better for us to really sit and think about how we're going to operate, be positive and proactive, and whatever we do, don't stop marketing. I hope that's helped. I've really enjoyed uh, sharing these ideas with you this week. And I hope that for you, you've taken something from here and you've thought about how you can help yourself with your marketing during a recession and what you can do to prepare for it. If you've loved this, please do come and be part of our Facebook group, Map It Marketing. Can I come and ask questions in there about anything to do with marketing and I'll answer or someone else in the group will. And obviously too, um, I can't forget to say, uh, you know, if you want to come and read my book, Be a Spider Builder Web, it's on ebook or in print and you can find it on any good 
online print store, including Amazon, or you can find it in the show notes on our website. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next week. If you love what you heard today, be sure to hit subscribe. And if you love this episode in particular, I'd love it if you shared it on social media. Remember to tag me in so I can say thank you. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.